Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We are in this season of, of the church's calendar known as ordinary time. Ordinary not because it's just nothing really going on, but ordinary because it is counted time. We're at the 14th Sunday of ordinary time. Quite a ways to go till we reach Advent, of course. But as we go through ordinary time, we hear some scripture readings that are familiar whether it's stories of what Jesus preaches and teaches in the gospel or letters written by St. Paul. And then, of course, there's the first reading that typically comes from the Old Testament. But in the midst of this ordinary time, that Old Testament reading kind of rings a bell, doesn't it? Thus says the Lord, rejoice heartily, O daughter Zion. Shout for joy, O daughter Jerusalem. See, your king shall come to you. A just savior is he, meek and riding on an ass, on a colt, the foal of an ass. It's, it rings a bell, doesn't it? Well, it should ring a bell because a portion of this first reading was part of Matthew's gospel on Palm Sunday. It was the gospel reading that we read outside the doors of our church as we prepared to process inside the church to celebrate the rest of Mass. This, is, this, this reading from the prophet Zechariah is what is quoted in Matthew's gospel, right before the disciples go and get a donkey for Jesus to ride into Jerusalem on. So I thought, well, let us take a moment and reflect upon, well, why was that so important for Jesus to follow this kind of outline that is given to us by the prophet Zechariah? Jesus is, of course, the just Savior because he followed his Father's will, and he invites us all to do the same. But when a king enters a city that he conquers, if he enters riding on a horse or a chariot, it means that he is still planning on pillaging that city. But if he rides in on a donkey, then that means he is trying to sow the seeds of peace in that city that he has just conquered. And furthermore, we have this part of the prophet Zechariah. He shall banish the chariot from Ephraim, the horse from Jerusalem, 
the warrior's bow shall be banished, and he shall proclaim peace to the nations. And so we see Jesus, of course, choosing to make his triumphant entry on that donkey is all in line with his title as the Prince of Peace. Jesus came to this world to bring peace and reconciliation, a peace that comes from knowing that God loves us. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. And it's a reminder to us that we are speaking of the Son of God who followed the will of the Father. And because of that, he rules as king of the universe. And so to sum things up, we have the king of the universe riding a donkey into Jerusalem to bring peace. Peace because he followed the Father's will. Peace because he brought reconciliation to the human family. So because of this, as we move on to the gospel reading, he can make good on this promise. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. How is it that Jesus gives us rest? Well, I think it has to do with what I've already spoken about is following the Father's will. And part of that has to do with the virtue of humility. Now, the Catechism defines humility as the virtue by which a Christian acknowledges that God is the author of all good. Humility avoids inordinate ambition or pride and provides a foundation for turning to God in prayer. Another way of putting it is, humility is trusting in God. And it is in trusting in God which makes the burdens we carry light. Doesn't necessarily remove those burdens, but makes them light. After all, when Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, take this cup away from me, but not as I will, but rather as you will. By choosing to do the Father's will, that burden became a little lighter as the angels came to comfort him and strengthen him as he prepared to begin his passion. After all, embracing the cross is how Jesus removed the punishment of sin and death, and that is why he offers us the gift of eternal life. So trusting in God... It sounds so easy, doesn't it? And when things are going right, it's not hard to trust in God. When we feel we are walking on the path God has laid out for us, it's easy to trust in God. But then there are times in our life, there are times in our life when we are faced with the sickness of a loved one. It's hard to trust in God. When we are faced with losing our job and wondering how we're going to, to provide for our family, it is hard to trust in God. When we lose a loved one, especially when it is unexpected, it is hard to trust in God. 
But Jesus tells us that when we do so, when we do so, your burden will lighten. That promise of eternal life that Jesus gives us is what causes our burdens to be light. We are about ready to encounter that same Jesus who promised us, promises us, come to me all you who labor and are burdened and I will give you rest. We're about ready to encounter him on this altar as bread and wine become his body and blood. He's about ready to offer himself for us and for the salvation of the world. And then he offers himself to us as food for the journey throughout life, continuing to make our burden light. But this can only happen when we trust in God, when we place our life into his hands and says, do with it what you will. And so as we continue today's celebration, we thank our Lord for giving us the gift of himself in the Eucharist, for the example of trusting in his heavenly Father's will, but most especially giving us the strength to say yes to that will. This is how our burdens will become light, and this is how we will enjoy the gift of eternal life in heaven.